Welcome to the Sprout Podcast, a podcast where you'll learn how to 10x your productivity, mindset, and life. Here's your host, William Rossi. What up, what up, ladies and gents? Welcome back to the Sprout Podcast. I'm your host, William Rossi, and we have a great episode today. Before I jump into it, I want to outline where you can find more Sprout content. If you take a look at the show notes, you'll get the username to both my Instagram and YouTube accounts. You'll also get a link where you can join my Facebook group where we do comfort challenges and we have a forum where we talk about different mindset related topics. And of course, you'll get the link to my website. There's plenty of information to teach you about certain tactics, habits, and life lessons, all of which focus on helping you realize and find your direction, live the dream life that you always wanted to live, and love every step of the way to get there. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about three things that you have to know if you want to be successful. These three things can be combined and made for a master formula, and I'm pretty excited to talk about it, so let's just jump right into it. All right, great. So before I jump in and talk about these three things to know if you want to be successful, uh, I just want to say that whatever you hear uh, in this podcast, you'll be able to access directly on my website. So if you don't know that, that's www.sprout.com and you'll see in the blog category, the article, three things to know if you want to be successful. And that'll essentially give you all the details uh, that you'll hear in this podcast, except I'm going to give you a little bit more because I like to speak more than I like to write. Um, Great. So I personally feel like I found uh, a secret and I really want to share this secret because I don't think that secrets are fun. I think that if you figure something out, you might as well share it um, because success is for everyone. It's not just for you. And I may only be 21, but I know that to achieve high forms of success in your life, you can't just uh, wing it. You really have to have a system that you can have faith in and that you believe that, you know, if you abide by this system and you, you concentrate and you are consistent in the actions that are part of the system, then eventually as time goes on and you learn more and more and and you make mistakes and you grow, you'll get there and you'll achieve that ideal version of success that you've always imagined. So that's something I personally believe in. Am I able to tell you right off the bat that that's a, a surefire fact? No, technically not off of experience, but if you look at anybody who's successful in the world, nobody will tell you that, uh, success was an overnight thing came through years and years of hard work, dedication, and and most of all, belief, self-belief that they can do what they always wanted to do. And as a young person, as a super, super young person, I still even consider myself to be a kid, it's hard to understand what that system could consist of, right? Um, But, you know, as I've been growing and reading and learning, I realize that there are pretty much uh, commonalities that all of us need to take into account. And so this is essentially where the three most important factors for creating success and building this system come into play. 
Um, taking these three factors will teach you how what to focus on and by listening and applying this knowledge to your life you're going to be able to grasp the next steps necessary to be on your way and again before i get into the three steps i just want to say i want to reiterate success is for everyone it's not just for me it's not just for people who you look up to and who are your idols and your role models it is also for you um, it's for literally anybody who believes and works hard enough and works smart enough to get there so without further ado i want to jump into these three things and the first thing the first factor that you need to know if you want to be successful is that you have to become a double or a triple threat and I like starting this one off on a uh, with a bang because this is definitely world class advice. Um, so listen closely, especially if you're you're younger, um, like my age or even younger around that age, whatever. And you still got your whole life ahead of you. This is super important. So uh, when I think of double or triple threats, I I think about sports and I think about the top players are usually regarded as top players because they're good at more than one thing, right? If they're just pure, for example, in, uh, let's say, in uh, in basketball, basketball terms, you know, if you're just a pure shooter, that's great. Um, there's, a, there's, there's a position for you on, on, the, on a team, but if you want to be the superstar, if you want to be the top, you want to be the leader, um, you're going to have to do more than one thing good. So someone who can shoot and someone who can play defense is even better, even more highly coveted than just a shooter or just someone who can play defense. Conversely, someone who can play defense, who can shoot and can pass, that person is even more highly coveted and highly sought after than the double threat and then the single threat. So that's, that's uh, if you didn't know sports, now you know a little bit more about uh, why great athletes are great athletes. And so let's apply this to life, right? If you could do more than one thing relatively better, keyword, relatively better than most people, you're going to be able to build power, you can build credibility, and you can build expertise. Keyword, again, saying it one more time so you understand. I didn't say you have to be absolutely better than everyone. I said you have to be relatively better than most people. So to become a double threat is very simple. And just because it's simple doesn't mean that it's easy. You have to rank in the top 25% of people in two specific skills. So there's no world rankings of people with specific skills. So don't take this right. Don't take this literally, but it's just so for your own imagination. The idea behind this is that you don't have to strive to be in the top 1%, but rather strive to be in the top 25%, which is technically crazy. You know, it's 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 a it's huge. There's a lot of people who probably have the same skill as you, but being in the top 25% is a much easier and simpler goal to go after than being in the one percent. Being in the one percent, you can literally take their whole your whole life and still never get there. And so, a lot of people will argue, don't even shoot for that top one percent. Shoot for more than one thing in top 25, and then make up that own formula. So, my example to give you an idea is if you're like me or, or, or whatnot, I'm in business school. I'm a finance major. 
And even though I don't want to do finance, I still recognize this as a skill just off the amount of classes, the amount of hands-on experience that I've had working in banks as well. I, that puts me in the top 25%. It doesn't matter um, whether I want to do it or not. I'm in the top 25, right? So that's that's cool. But if you're like me, and you've done the same things as me, then we don't really have any advantages versus each other in terms of um, how replaceable we are, how valuable we are, how powerful we are. So you're not that special in this case, right? You're above average, you're above average, you're top 25%, but you're still replaceable because there's tons of other people like you. So now imagine you decide to pick up something like, let's say graphic design. You invest in several courses, you buy books, you spend countless hours on YouTube, and you teach yourself to do a lot of things that most people can't do. So you now you put yourself in the top 25 of the people who know graphic designing. Now, this is great, because on top of the business degree that you have, you also have top 25% skills in graphic designing. So now let's think about this kind of like your Venn diagram, right? You have people on the left, who have their top 25% business, you have people on the right, top 25% graphic designing. In the middle, you have people who are top 25% of both. And the, the middle space, if you know what the Venn diagram is, is a lot smaller than the other two, than, than the left and the right side. So now, in comparison to everyone, basically, you're more valuable. You've asserted yourself as a double threat and now you're becoming increasingly irreplaceable. So if you try to build a third skill now, and uh, I was reading Tools of Habits by Tim Ferriss. I forget what page and who said, who mentioned the double threat, but whoever it was, they said that if you build two skills, two genuinely um, hands-on like technical skills, so, sorry, so finance and uh, graphic design, whatever, you know, whatever the two skills are, those are technically, those are technical skills. If you have those two, you want to complement it with something that's more open and more uh, communicative in form. So try building a third skill. Imagine you say leadership, you say public speaking, you say writing, one of the three. Again, doesn't have to be one of those three, but just food for thought. But wow, <laughs> you become even more exponentially valuable than you did just being a double threat. But all to say is no matter what skills you, you choose, no matter what three things you choose, um, most people don't realize this. Everybody thinks, I want to be the next Bill Gates. I want to be the next Steve Jobs. I want to be the next Elon Musk. Those people are not even 1%, you know, literally the point fucking Google percent um, there's no reason to compare yourself to them. There's no reason to aspire to be in the same position as them because those are anomalies. Those are people who are outliers. You don't count them uh, in the normal thing and so in the normal way of life. And if you shoot for that and you spend your whole life trying, you still might not be able to get there because what they've done is, is so beyond the charts that there's no point in even thinking about that. The way to differentiate yourself the way to become successful guaranteed is to become a double or a triple threat. The more, the merrier. And being in the top 25% of this two or three things, combining them, and then building something invaluable to many people, 
is something that will obviously take a lot of work, determination, take the right mindset, take many, many other skills, but it's a hell of a lot simpler and less stressful than the first choice. And so we're not talking about how you become the most successful. We're talking about how you become successful in general. So whatever that means in your terms to get to that first level of success requires this double or triple threat mentality. All right. Tip number two to become successful is to be tougher. So everybody wants to be disciplined and tough, but not many people know how to do it. When I think of toughness, honestly, I think of two groups of people. I think of soldiers first and foremost. That's pretty much the standard for most people. Don't need to explain too much. But I also think about people on America's Got Talent and or, you know, Britain's Got Talent, any talent show. I think about these people because on all the, 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 the YouTube videos or the shows that I watch and you see like the prelude, the little interview that they have of why they're here, what their backstory is, you see the pr- there's a pretty, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a theme. And the theme is they overcame their hardships to step on the stage and now they're going to deliver. So I think of my life, right, which has had its ups and downs. But compared to realities that a lot of other people face, my life is pretty seamless. It's been pretty easy. It's been pretty great. And because of this, when I, when I do this comparison in terms of toughness and discipline and overcoming all these situations, I wonder if I personally need to go through something as they did if, if I want to be considered tough. And... You might be thinking this as well. This might be a common sentiment. I've honestly never spoken to people about it. But if you feel that way, I'm, uh, I'm more than happy to, to talk about it. Um, feel free to talk to me about that. But after I start thinking about this, I bring myself back to reality. And I realize that toughness and discipline, just like almost everything else, are relative in mind. So we all go through our experiences of, uh, and our shares of... Uh, of trials and tribulations in life and it's impossible to objectively define toughness or discipline again you know i'm comparing myself or i was comparing myself and you might be comparing yourself to anomalies and anomalies would be soldiers would be the people who are stepping on stage and overcoming their fears because you know that's what you see it's not everything but it's the picture that society has presented to you and besides that reality um because it's it's extremely subjective i've noticed one objective way to increase discipline so it's really simple and again i read this in a book um short side note you can learn so much from books uh wow it's it's i mean i really got into reading since i've been home from my trip to asia which is about three months ago now and I've been just just been reading like crazy for the first time in my life, and it's insane. So anyway, so I read this in a book, and basically they were talking about toughness and discipline. And this this one came from a, a U.S. Navy SEAL, so I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> this guy's tough as nails. But his answer to to what it means to be disciplined, how to be tougher, was really simple. He goes, if you want to be tougher just be tougher if you want to be more disciplined just be more disciplined that is all 
And I thought about that and I said, that's really simple advice, but boy, oh boy, do you make perfect sense. And I thought about my life. I thought about what uh, typical things that I struggle with in terms of building discipline, being tougher. And I thought about what, what other people think about and, you know, typical examples or if you want abs and in order to get abs, you got to stop eating junk food. You got to change your eating habits. Well, 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 don't wait for Monday. Don't wait for the perfect plan. Don't wait for the, the, the workout, whatever. Just just stop. Just stop eating junk food. If you want to learn how to deal with discomfort, just jump in a cold shower. You know, just do something that makes you uncomfortable. If you want to learn how to stop complaining, well, just stop complaining. And of course, you're listening to what I'm saying and you're going, well, that's fucking way easier said than done. But isn't that how life is supposed to be, right? All the good things that that we want uh, are hard to get and especially the great things. So if you're trying to get abs and you're trying to get to that 1% of people who, who have that type of body, you know, you're going to have to do hard shit. And the same thing with being uncomfortable, learning to love that, learning how to stop complaining, all of these things. In order to do something that's great by your own means, you're going to have to suffer a little bit and you're going to have to be tough. And the only way to be tougher is to just put your foot down and start being tougher. And this this goes back to something that I think about. One of my, my maxims, I fully believe this to be true, is the only thing that you have full 100% control over at all times uh, is your attitude. And if you couple this with the realization uh, of, pr- of practicing self-awareness, then you've just given yourself basically a, a no bullshit way to be tougher and to be disciplined. And it doesn't matter what background you come from, what goals you want, how you want to live, who you are, what you look like. That's just what it is and what it takes. Tip number three. If you want to be successful, you need to be patient. And <laughs> haven't you heard this like a thousand times, man? Like I fucking heard this so many times. But let's be real. It's it's honestly, it's impossible to achieve success without taking patience into account. And I know that as I'm writing this, I'm thinking about how impatient I can be sometimes. Um, just to ask any of my friends, if you guys are listening to this, you already know. But I love to jump into things quickly. I love to ask fast, act fast, sorry, and think later. And this works really well for me about about 99% of the time until I realize that I'm literally half-assing everything because I, I just keep jumping into everything. So here's the thing. And, and while I say this, I think about myself a lot, but a lot of people, especially, you know, if you're a young adult, they think way, way too highly of our ability to achieve something in a month but we always forget how much we can accomplish in one year if we just kept at it and we just consistently tried to improve. Um, and here's an example about my life that will, will reinforce this is doing Sprout and starting this blog, this podcast, this platform, this business has been pretty crazy. And I've been reading and listening to videos and listening to people who have experience. And everyone has a different opinion. You know, start a YouTube channel, best way to grow. Start a podcast, best way to grow. Start a blog, best best place to grow. Go on Instagram, get some followers, best place to grow. It's it's tough, right? You you want to jump into everything and you want to think about, hmm, how can I how can I do everything and be great at it? And the answer is you can't. You have to pick 
a select few things and you have to work and work and work until you gain traction uh, until you build a brand until something shows up that is signs of of success and signs of doing good things and and to do that in order to to be patient and to cut back on doing everything and you know risk having less followers having less views blah 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 in certain sections there's only one thing that you really have to do and this is a consistent problem among people like us honestly it's it probably goes uh, even as as you get older the problem is the reason the reason why this happens is because of ego and the one thing that we all have to do that we don't want to do is we have to co-check that at the club. You know, imagine you're going out and it's fucking cold. You got your coat. You're going to the club. Coat can't come in with you. It's got to be co-checked. Same fucking thing with the ego. If you give your ego room to breathe uh, throughout the beginning stages of whatever process you're going through, you might as well consider yourself already fucked. So you have to put your ego in your pocket. You know, throw it in the toilet. Ah, fucking no. Leave it all. Leave it out altogether. If your if your goal of success is long form, that's what you have to do. But doing this again requires an immense amount of patience. So to practice patience, I have two recommendations. The first one would be actively trying to live in the moment. And if you want more details on this, like a, a really 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 good podcast and good article on living in the moment is actually the one I released previously. Uh, you'll see that on the list. And you can go on my website again, find the article for that. You have the same information in two different locations. But the second one would be to practice meditation. And again, I'm going to come out with a, with a podcast and an article to talk about this more in depth. But meditation is, is it does a lot of good things for you, especially in, especially given the fact that we are all so rushed, we worry about so much, we fail to live in the moment most of the time we're always thinking about the future and it's nice to have an activity or a practice that brings us back to the present moment and has us focus on you know the most little little things like your breath and and touching your your the feeling that the touch in your fingertips on the floor and whatnot um so yeah so i want to leave you with this in terms of practicing patience uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this experiment. It's a was a marshmallow experiment with researchers, and they did this study on kids. And basically, all the people, all the kids who were part of this tri- this test trial, were given two choices. It's we're gonna leave a marshmallow in front of your face, and you can eat it. We'll be back in five minutes. If you eat the marshmallow, you don't get another one. If you do not eat the marshmallow, when I come back, I'll give you two. And they did, they did a follow-up study with these same kids. And the kids who ate the marshmallow in the five minutes, who couldn't wait, they were too impatient to wait five minutes in order to get that second one, those kids statistically did worse in life than the kids who waited and practiced patience. And this will essentially teach you the simple fact that if you're patient, good things will come. If you try to rush everything, you try to jump ship, you know, you you try to get yourself involved and get your feet wet in all sorts of activities, you will, of course, do well in some. But on average, you'll be mediocre. If 
you want to be great, you have to spend time focusing on just one or two things and you have to practice them every day and you have to be patient because success is not overnight. You can literally ask any fucking successful person and they'll tell you their whole story about how long it took, how many trials it took. And then honestly, if you ask them for advice, they will probably say be patient. So if you can combine those two things to practice patience, which would be trying to live in the moment and practicing meditation, you're going to help yourself in so many ways. And you're going to give yourself the ability to understand what it means to wait. And that when you do wait, you're going to 10x uh, your life, basically. So um, take those three tips in mind when when you're moving forward. And again, I say this in a lot of my, my blog posts, a lot of my uh, podcast episodes, but learning is not enough, right? It's not enough for you to go and listen to me on this podcast and think, okay, well, I heard this and it was kind of inspirational and there's a couple ideas I can take away. And I go, all, all, all in all, like, it's pretty cool. I'm going to subscribe, blah, blah, blah. That's not enough for me. You have to actually start doing stuff because 99% of people love to listen. They love that fucking shit, you know, share it on, on Facebook, Instagram. I'm not going for that. I want you to sit down and listen to and, and retain what you just listened, write it on a piece of paper and actually say, what's the first step I can do in order to tackle this? What's the first way I can change my life in order to be on my way to success? And if you can do that, then you're well on your fucking way. And that's what I do anytime I listen to something, anytime I read something. I'm practicing all these things as I go. Um, but I'm super happy to know that that this is what it takes to achieve big things, that there there's a system that you can implement. And in order to implement this system, you know, you've got to try. If you don't try, you'll never know. And that's the biggest thing that I can tell you. But yeah, please take these things away and never forget what it means to be successful. What up, what up, ladies and gents? Thanks for listening to this episode. I want to outline again where you can find more Sprout content. If you take a look at the show notes, you'll get the username to my Instagram and YouTube accounts, a link to the Facebook group where comfort challenges take place, and a big forum for learning more about mindset. And of course, you'll get the link to my website. There's plenty of information to teach you about certain tactics, habits, and life lessons all of which focus on helping you realize your direction, live the life you choose to live, and love every step of the way to get there. Have a great day, and I hope that you can take all of this in and just use it to become better and inspire others to be better. We need more people like that.